0: I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I'm Jim. And I'm Kevin. And it's time for episode number 223 of Video Games Hot Dog, the Yay. podcast we do about video
1: games Yay. here in
0: San Francisco where a man just killed a bunch of people yeah. and then oh. was killed.
1: Oh. And that was the news segment. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Good news, guys.
0: Good uh, there are some more diagrams on the street. I was walking mm. uh, this morning and somebody had started a trash fire in some plastic trash cans. And uh, burned a, a cool pattern into two of them. It
2: looked. It <laughs> kind of looked like a meteor had just come and like sliced like off the corners of two, yeah. or, or like a, a Terminator had warped back oh, in time. Yes. Mm, there yes. you go.
0: That seems like the kind of thing that would happen where there were garbage cans filled with things, right? Sure. And then he would go to a bar there, and he would ask people for their leather accoutrement, <laughs> and it would be a, it would have been a very different he's a movie. French
3: Terminator. <laughs> yeah, Terminator. <laughs>
0: hmm yeah i need your beret and your
4: baguette (laughs)
0: oh okay you can have them see there would have been a really different movie i'm happy to help he he needs the baguette (laughs) so people can get another one they're cheap
1: (laughs) he needs the baguette so the audience won't wonder what's in the bag
3: right right right.
1: uh
0: guys how you been
3: Very good yeah pretty good
1: fine
3: there
2: there was a scene where he like had a shotgun but like in a like a rose yeah like a box
0: of roses
3: yeah okay it's like when he's going to the hospital to get what's her name i think yeah is that right
4: he shows up and he's Sammy like, oh, oh, I some
0: groceries. And she looks and she's like, oh, no. And that's a baguette. And then he hands yeah. her the baguette. But then like, ah, there's a gun in the baguette.
2: <laughs> Just, But it's a gun that shoots bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, yes. but, but that bread also has guns in it. Smaller guns. They, they're all pointed at you.
3: <laughs> and they shoot tiny crouton bullets. <laughs> ah.
0: Mm. ah, good, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If the podcasting doesn't work out in the uh, extremely lucrative way we expect it to, we've got a brilliant career ahead of us as screenwriters.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But only One for Terminator screeners. sequels. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> Well, what other movies do you possibly need?
0: Yeah, that's that's it. That's all that's coming out. Reggie made sure of that.
3: <laughs> I actually I haven't another? seen... Yeah, there's been like two or possibly three Terminator sequels I haven't seen. I've seen all of them?
0: Isn't there one that's just called John Connor? And <laughs> well, there was a whole, there was a whole TV series John trainer. Connor of Mars. Oh, <laughs> right? okay. Uh, John, John Waters of Mars.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's creepy. I cannot believe Disney signed off on that. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, wow. I guess,
2: so Halloween was two weeks ago?
0: Yes, it was. We had a fancy party that was delightful.
2: I uh, I did a room escape in the past week. Oh yeah, uh, I did not escape. So there's only i I feel like I've probably escaped more than I've not, but it's it's close. It's probably like fifty or sixty percent ish, somewhere in there. Okay. Uh, I don't want to like spoil it for anybody that does it. It's it was another one of the uh, scrap games in San Francisco. Um, I feel like they have they have matured a little bit they uh this one did not require like just dismantling everything in the room, <laughs> which I appreciated um and there were some neat puzzles they said there was one puzzle they said that almost that nobody ever gets nobody
3: had ever solved
2: and and I saw, like I went up to it and like looked at it for like thirty seconds and then solved it and. Huh. Uh, and so it was Which, just
3: and the guy that devised that puzzle was finally felt vindicated <laughs> was, maybe yes yes it is a real puzzle i told you
2: <laughs> it's i mean it's it is a one-trick pony it's it's super neat but like i just i committed to a decision and it was the right one <laughs> no.
0: was that just the one where you had to remove the stuff from yeah. the thing yeah oh, i also solved that one.
2: oh well there you go yeah yeah, that was, like, they were, like, they were, multiple times people, like, the guy who was running it and then the guy who, like, sort of did the recap at the end said, like, nobody ever solves that, basically.
0: Like, they won't, they don't take the step?
2: Yeah. I mean, we just took a picture of it and then uh-huh. did it. Took a picture? Yeah. With your phone? Yeah. That's cheating. You're not supposed to use your no, phone. No, it's not. Yes, it totally is. I don't think that's true. You are they not allowed say... to use anything from outside the room.
0: Wait, okay, so do you have to surrender your clothes when you go in there? Oh, we all, we're all naked. Yep. Huh. <laughs> Oh sorry, I mean I took a picture with my balls. <laughs> <laughs> really glad I was into that body mod scene in Portland in the nineties, right? Installed a bunch camera, of cameras. Installed my balls.
1: You never know when you want a photo from down there. You just gotta Yeah any time.
0: If you don't have an erection, there's always just like your thumb is in the prank oh God. <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> it it usually has to be a flash photo because you're wearing clothes, right?
0: Right. Oh, so hmm. to, ha, ha, oh, wow! Wow! That was funny, Jim. Well, well, <laughs> on multiple you. levels. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, because I, I was just thinking of a, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. No, that was a pretty
0: good joke.
1: Yeah, like I, accidentally, I'm better sure better than
0: the premise. No, 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 not. <laughs> <laughs> You're really taking it to new places. Uh, what have you? What have you been up to, Jim?
1: Uh I've been obsessing. So, like a year ago. I heard this song in Whole Foods.
2: Oh, it took a, I didn't know it took a year.
1: It was well, it was it was a year ago. Yeah, the song is a year long. Wow. It's <laughs> uh, and it's, you know, it, it's background music, but like this particular background music was just so like repetitive and inane that I just like it just it's grabbed me and I had to Shazam it and I've been obsessing over it on and off for the past year and I just found out recently someone uploaded it to YouTube. Okay. So
2: so now you can have a copy of it for yourself?
1: So now I can just link people to it. I tweeted about it. And this is like this... It's like this... Like, this is how, how I put it on Twitter was that it's it's less a song and more like a window into a universe where this song is the only thing that exists. Because it doesn't really have a beginning or an end or an arc. It's just like endless chintzy guitar solo. And Does you think we it, could
0: get away with just inserting the song here in its entirety without getting in trouble.
1: You could insert the the legally allowed thirty seconds and it would It would loop perfectly. <laughs> pretty much. Okay. Um fair use.
0: I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah. Did you feel like you were in a Whole Foods listeners. <laughs> or like Itali- an Italian paycheck? Whole Foods. That was the, uh, that was Nevin, Nevin's good tweet. Whole Foods, more like foods paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good tweet. That guy's funny. At M R G A N. Yeah. God.
1: I've been going back and forth between like, okay, it's, a place that only sells like bagels or Cheerios Mm -hmm. or Swiss cheese Mm -hmm. or donuts. Sure. Alternatively, it's a place where like you can only eat like a whole Turkey or, (laughs) okay. Right. You can't (laughs) just eat part of the Turkey.
2: Do you have to swallow it in one bite? I, I never really thought that through. Yeah.
3: I think, I think you just have to stay there until you're done. Right. They 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 get, they get the guy from like, uh, uh, they get the guy from Cool Hand Luke to to walk you around the room and and help you keep from throwing <laughs> right, out. massage your belly. Yeah, so you yeah. Don't, uh,
0: <laughs> uh They'd have to get a look alike. I think that guy's dead. You know who I bet looks like that guy is uh, the now old Dauber from Coach. <laughs> that guy seemed like a guy who would age into that guy from Cool Hand Luke. Okay,
3: <laughs> he played That's a good a, connection. A, he played an evil uh, prison guard on Oz. It was kind of weird. Dauber did? Yeah.
0: Who was that guy? I like. I feel like there's a part of me that wants that guy in Cool Hand Luke to be Ned Beatty, but it was not Ned Beatty. I, it was a,
3: I think it was the guy who played uh, Mel on Alice.
0: I do not think that it is that
3: oh, guy. Oh, no, you're right. I am confusing him with a different guy. The guy who played Mel on Alice, however, did play Gangster on one episode of The Monkees. That's probably why I'm confused because that episode of the Monkees was exactly like Cool Hand Luke otherwise.
0: Except it had a gangster instead of a
3: It was nothing like Cool Hand Luke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, he was also in the Naked Gun. Yeah, he was Which the commissioner. One? Okay, that's what, he was an airplane. He was the he was always
1: the yep. the yeah.
2: Uh it it is George Kennedy. George Kennedy. The, when did he die? Who, who was he in airplane? Uh He's he's just ninety years old,
0: he's alive.
1: Oh, he's alive. Wow. Yeah. So we
0: can get that guy to do it. Yeah, nice. Alright, so when we get this Whole Foods off the ground where you have to eat a whole turkey, and <laughs> if my boy Jim says he can eat a whole turkey, he can eat a whole turkey. Why don't you say a whole turkey? It's just where we are, man. It's the name of the it's the name of the restaurant. <laughs> he guess. was in he was in a movie as
2: recently as last year. Wow, what was oh. it? Uh The Gambler. Which I've seen trailers for, but not seen the movie. Is yet.
0: it a remake of the Kenny Rogers movie, The Gambler, from the eighties? Don't a TV know. Movie. There was a movie Maybe of that? I believe that there was. I believe there was a TV movie starring Kenny Rogers, was it based, based on the Kenny was Rogers it based song. On the song. Yeah. yeah. Did, no, it wasn't. That was did, a weird did,
3: thing. Did he about... have to know when to fold them? Did Did he walk away or run at the end?
0: <laughs> I mean, everybody always does. Mm.
1: It, there must be a list somewhere of movies based on songs. Purple. Ring? My my. Favorite example is uh, the C.W. McCall song "Convoy" got turned into a movie.
0: It was "Rhinestone Cowboy"? Although that song might have been written for the movie,
1: right? That's usually how it goes.
0: There was that movie based on uh, "Hall of the Mountain King," the Social okay. Network. Okay, which seems yeah. weird that uh, was it Stravinsky
1: <laughs>
0: who, wrote, who wrote all of the Who wrote the Peer Gynt Suite?
2: I have no was idea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: this cool. I'll keep handy. an eye on it.
0: I uh, can't type. Hall of the Mountain King. Uh, Was it Hall, oh, by Grieg? Hall and Oates. By Edvard Grieg. Yeah. I like Grieg.
2: Grieg is a good composer.
0: It's also a good way of pronouncing Greg if you're trying to be cute. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: it's like, if the you it's it like it's a long E. Yeah.
3: Um, not much. I played some Lego Dimensions. I played some. Uh, I played some solo board games. Basically I spent the week waiting for Fallout Four to come out.
0: Solo board games? Yep. Like what? Uh, Pathfinder?
3: Yeah, I played a little of the I played the some of the new box of the Pathfinder adventure card game.
0: Riff, you need a girlfriend. I'm worried about you, buddy.
3: If I had a girlfriend, I wouldn't have free time. To play solo board games.
0: Oh, I bet you would. I bet you'd have some. Riff, come on, I'm worried about you, buddy. Don't just sit around playing board games by yourself in your weird cereal box fortress.
3: (laughs) It's not any different from playing video games by yourself.
0: It's very different. It really, really is. I
3: I disagree.
0: Well, you're wrong.
2: A computer has an interface for a single person. A board game is usually designed for multiple people to sit around and... Interact with right. If computers were all like four sided affairs, where there were four <laughs>
0: keyboards and you were sitting there
2: playing it by yourself, then I'd, I would. So you think a
0: square is designed for four people to interact with at the same time? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so like a city block is for four people. Yeah, four people. Yep. Four people? Um, what about? Ref, I'm with you. Player.
1: Don't let these guys push you around.
2: <laughs> uh, Jack in the Box is a restaurant that only six people at a time can go to.
0: <laughs> okay, because it's a cube. Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. Okay,
3: if, good. If I was square, you would need two more of you to push me around.
0: Wait, yes. just one
1: more. Unless
0: you're just saying. I, I wasn't
3: me counting and, Jim. Me and
1: yeah. Kelly. Yeah, because oh, no, Jim's, Jim's not pressuring Jim's, you. Jim's
3: on my side here.
1: Right. Okay. But not the Which side, side that is, involves pushing. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yes. This got confusing uh,
0: very quickly. Riff, did you enjoy playing the Pathfinder board game?
3: Yeah, it's good. Uh, you
2: own it, Zach. We've I, we were supposed to like sit down and play it. There are so many things that you and I like have been supposed to do. Like that, uh mm. the black letter game we still never did. Yeah,
0: and do, isn't that over? Can't we not it's do not it? It's not
2: over yet, but is it's still coming possible up to get solutions. <laughs> it is still possible, but it is it's it's wrapping up real quick if we don't will, actually do it.
3: Will they will they stop telling us answers eventually or will they just stop I, they'll stop responding to, us to
2: they'll stop I think they will stop with the like accepting stuff on the website i don't exactly know how it works they've explained it multiple times and i just have not paid attention to yeah anything. i didn't
0: i kept not reading the emails because they stressed me out yep eh, i started i got the first uh riff you probably did too I had the first installment of that uh, mysterious bots. century beast thing from the mysterious package company
3: oh i have not yet actually because i uh I decided not to cash in my ticket for it until uh, until New Year's, just to make sure that none of it would arrive while I was away for Christmas.
2: Oh. Huh. Wow. Well, so what, what mysterious package?
0: T- uh, it t- was t- a sheet t- from a German comic book. Okay. A page ripped out of a German comic book with a post-it note on it. Oh. Spoilers. <laughs> I haven't tried translating any of it to see. Neat. I think it's going to be about a monster, and then I think eventually you're gonna get a statue of a monster
3: that's probably gonna happen. yeah
0: do you guys want to uh do some listeners' mail from our listeners?
3: are any of them yes. about fallout
1: four uh no actually what yeah, all right I'm really no, not prepared don't... to talk about well, anything let's Do it anyway, for, but
3: okay, yeah. I guess I can try.
0: Ty writes, Steam Spy data to back up last week's discussion. Spacechem, 951,599 owners. Infinifactory, 32,873 owners. Yeah, but Spacechem's been in like 12 bundles. He says that. Oh, okay. Little Inferno, 735,171 owners. Human Resource Machine, 22,612 owners. Spacechem and Little Inferno have both been in bundles. Yeah. I
3: wonder what well, also, proportion of the those one sales... just came out, so...
0: Ah, well, sure, of Human Resource Machine, that's yeah. true. Inf- yeah yeah you know thirty thousand copies of infinifactory is respectable if they're full price copies uh, yeah. it doesn't pay for itself no. i imagine
2: that's really sad though it is such a good game
4: yeah it's
0: definitely right up your alley and yeah. i liked it i'm glad i bought it and i had fun playing it
3: i enjoyed i enjoyed trying to find the dumbest solution to a puzzle that that still worked <laughs> and looked cool I've, there's got, a, I've got a couple really good ones of just. Does it making... rate
1: you on dumbness? Well no, there's an, a, no,
2: there's
3: an achievement
4: for,
2: for, for dumbest solution puzzle in over ten thousand cycles.
0: Ah. <laughs> oh, really? Nice.
3: <clears throat>
0: it's not like that crayon physics where you got to rate whether your solution was awesome or not, right? And I only allowed my solutions to be considered awesome if I completed the puzzle <laughs> right. using a single object that was a cock and balls. <laughs> you,
2: if you could make it got a, harder and harder, a really a, like i can imagine a really really dumb solution to a puzzle where it's just like a single block on this sort of you fill the entire available space with with um treadmills or like conveyor belts that can actually like move an object around and then you do like sort of a like a marble thing where it starts in the, up in the top and it just sort of goes around and just yeah. Traverses the whole space and advances the cycle by one (laughs) each time it traverses the entire space.
3: My favorite one um, was, I'll I'll, I'll try and remember to post a GIF of it somewhere to Twitter, I guess after this. But uh, one of my favorites was for one of the really early puzzles where you're just trying to make, you're trying to, you're gluing together three cubes in a line and, and feeding them into the thing. And I did that by gluing together like, It just keeps gluing blocks together in a very long chain, and then when it gets long enough, a drill comes in and splits it into two bars, which then flip around on on flipper gates all the way around the arena until it comes back into the loading zone. (laughs) It's pretty fun.
0: Zenith writes, and actually so did Paul, uh, you said Overwatch will be free to play, but it's actually going to be a single sixty dollars purchase on consoles and a forty dollars purchase on PC. Yeah, potential DLC skins and, and such post launch, of course. Absolutely, yeah, well, I just had no idea. Absolutely,
2: everybody assumed that it was going to be free to play. Uh, like, no like Mac
3: it wasn't either. So I guess I'm not it, playing it.
2: Wow, really? No Mac version? Yep. Wow, that's really that's, that's really super unusual, unusual for Blizzard. For
3: Blizzard. Yeah. Apparently, I guess I I don't know. I I saw an article that suggested it was some kind of hardware. Issue like something with the apple with the chips that Apple uses. I I am probably misremembering that. I don't remember. Forget I said anything.
0: Robot Porn writes Edison didn't electrocute Topsy the elephant. The Dollop Podcast has a good episode on Edison slash Tesla, and then he links to the Dollop Podcast. I'll have to check that out. Thanks, Robot. That's
2: been I've heard that multiple sources that there was that Edison was electrocuting animals at the very least. So I'm curious, uh, I'm curious what the the scoop is.
0: Hamfish or uh, turkey fish.
3: Hmm. Ham turkey. It was nice to hear Riff mention our
0: spooky Halloween D&D game. Riff, I was the super flammable scarecrow, but he forgot the best part. His tombstone character, who basically just punched everything to death, had your name here carved into it.
3: (laughs) He was pretty good. His name was Memento Mori. M-A-U-R-Y.
1: Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good. (laughs) Good. Cunning Gabe says, what are your plans for Hamsgiving? Hamsgiving is my hammy Hamsgiving name for Thanksgiving.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, good. Good.
3: I don't even remember when that is. It's like the third Thursday?
0: Yep. Unless the moon is blue. It's a month and one day before Christmas, whenever that is. <laughs> it's two fortnights after veterans memorial coliseum <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> That's I, uh, not a moment in time.
2: My plans are I I think the current plan is to do absolutely nothing. Like not have a big meal, like not go like just anywhere. Just
0: sit in a dark room staring off into space. Yeah, mm. just
2: probably think of think of some puzzles.
0: I am going to my house with some of my family and my girlfriend and some of her family and we're gonna have a small Thanksgiving dinner. Are you gonna fry it I turkey? I am gonna fry a turkey. It's nice. gonna be great. Hmm.
2: Every every Christmas we've been we've fried a turkey and it has been awesome. And it's just the the best way to eat turkey. We should yeah. do a spicy turkey this year. It's pretty good. We should get like a Cajun Cajun uh
3: do you like injection fried it or just deep fried? Nope. It, not breaded, okay. So no, it's not just, it's not fried in the sense of fried chicken.
2: It is. I mean, they are both f- immersed in oil right, and cooked. Right.
0: Well, fried chicken isn't fried really, chicken in right. like I think fried chicken is right. pan-fried.
2: No, it's it's fried in a
0: in oil. Sometimes it is. Uh, you can certainly make fried chicken without a deep fryer. Well, that's just sacrilege. You can just pan-fried <laughs> chicken. But yeah, no, this is a, we we like you 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 injection marinate the turkey and
2: no. Yeah. And you can do it up to like twenty-four hours in advance and let the juices really marinate.
0: I don't know that I believe that that does anything.
2: You've never marinated meat and been like, "Oh, this is distinctly flavorful of the thing that I marinated." <laughs> yeah,
0: but I don't think a day is different than an hour, as far as that really goes. Yeah. Depends
3: we should on what try time it. marinate, I bet if your marinade's a little acidic, that would definitely matter. It
2: starts to pre-pre cook the
3: yeah meat.
2: Anyway, uh, deep frying a turkey is the way to go. Just don't blow yourself up.
0: Adam writes, guys, I really like the podcast, but I find KOL inscrutable. Is there any other thing I can (laughs) buy where I can toss a few thank you bucks your way? We've got to do a fucking Patreon.
1: Yeah. You can go buy. uh, Oh, I forget the name of the game now. Word Realms. Fuck. No, don't.
3: (laughs) You could do that. You could It's pay what you
0: want. So you could just buy it for $5,000. That's
1: yeah.
3: true. you could buy KOL merch, which would not be the same as. An oh yeah, the, 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 video the, that that store is open again. There's yeah, not
1: that we much get of buy,
2: buy. buy we get less and less of that now. Now that we've now that we've farmed that out, it is uh, less. Well, Wasn't say I was about to say less profit for us, but since we were actually losing money yeah. on most of the things, it's it's got to be more profit than it was before.
0: <laughs> All right, you ready to start talking about Fallout Four?
1: mm Hmm.
0: Do we want to talk about the games that we've played that aren't Fallout 4 before we start talking about Fallout 4?
1: Were there any? Probably smart. Yeah.
0: I played through most of the Room 3. Oh, oh. yeah. Uh, I'm not quite done. I'm I like it that a lot.
3: I, I'm most of the way, yeah. Yeah, it is really good. It's um I feel like it's it's like the super good evolution of Mist. It's like modern version of Mist. I like it a lot.
0: I really wish, and I just, I know that this is never going to happen because the world has moved on, <laughs> but I really wish that these guys would just make a PC game where you can just move around with WASD and mouse. And oh, yeah. And do this same kind of stuff in a real space that's not, because I just, while these games are good. The I, the iOS. The phone is, is not, I still just maintain that the phone is not the right place for them. <laughs>
3: It's it works really navigating well on
0: the a 3D iPad. space using like pinch and zoom and stuff is just oh. it's just seeing so what you want, you want like the
3: the real mist conversion
0: of well those. that was terrible well so you no. you
3: want what it wanted to be
0: yeah I want what you <laughs> what if you described real mist to right. somebody I want what that is in your mind is it actually rendered from every possible the room, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a real 3D space. Okay. I mean, I imagine there's a lot of stuff they didn't bother putting a lot of detail into because you only ever saw it from far away.
3: But
2: yeah, I mean, I guess that like
3: in uh, motion, yeah.
2: And I would probably have skimped on a lot of detail in a situation like that.
0: I was only saying I want them to make something that is bigger and I've you seen. know maybe costs fifty dollars, like.
4: Hmm.
0: But like I like the series of encapsulated puzzles although it seems like there's a kind of a meta puzzle going on in the. yeah kind of apparently inter- there's
3: four endings depending on how much of the meta you do and
0: do you only get like one chance to do a lot of that stuff or is it
3: i think i i, I when i first saw an article that said hey there's four endings i was like oh i kind of want to know about this but i kind of don't want to spoil anything so i kind of read it like it with, with one hand. eye closed: yeah, with like hand over my face <laughs> trying not word. to see too much. I think the way it works is after you've after you've solved all of the other worlds and gotten all of the pyramids, you get the key to another door. and if you want to explore the if you want to explore the meta, you need to not go through that door until you're done. Mm. I think I'm not positive. Is there
0: any way to go back into the worlds that the pyramids unlock after you've solved them? I don't know. I don't remember. That's a thing that feels I don't remember how you get there. It just seems like there's a little like it just fades to black and then
3: It, it was like oh, when you when you turn the thing, when you turn on the thing that looks like a that looks like a, a an old school camera and it it shoots a laser beam into a thing and then a door appears in the wall and you just kind of automatically go through it.
0: I see, but you can't go back through it. Yeah, I
3: think that door no longer exists when you return. There might be like a
2: chapter select.
3: That's possible.
0: I feel like that that is
2: something that they used to do at least.
0: Yeah, but then I wonder if you have to play back through everything.
2: I think if you're just trying to solve the meta
0: bits, maybe not.
3: I think the meta is just all in the hub. I don't think you...
0: Oh, I see. You can't take anything anything with you. Because when you go into one of the worlds, you don't have anything with you from the hub world and vice versa, right? Right. Yeah. And when you come back from the worlds, all you have is the little next the next little pyramid key thing. I also played a game on the phone called Proceed to One Hundred. Or no, Progress oh, yeah. to One Hundred. I bought like that. I, a it of that. it doesn't
2: that. It doesn't run on iOS seven, so <laughs> Jesus.
0: It's it's cute. Yeah, I I gave up on it at the. I was playing it at work, and I gave up on it at the point where it started having to. Well, it started requiring sound. I heard
2: you. I heard you talking to your phone a little bit. So
0: yeah, but yeah, I got embarrassed. Oh. Anyway, it's a neat. I don't know if it exists on anything other than iPhone. It feels like it needs all of the hardware features of the iPhone.
2: Like the Mm -hmm. notice sensor.
0: I don't want to say too much about it. It's it's. It's fun, it's a cute little experience, and I think it costs like two bucks. Uh, and then the Red Herring people made a new game. What is it which called? I'm surprised that you're not interested in. It's called Monkey Wrench. No, it's not that I'm not interested in it, it's that I... It doesn't run on your antiquated phone OS that <laughs> you refuse to update? Well,
2: I, I have like 200 megs of space available on my phone at this point. And I, I need to get a new phone. Why don't
0: you delete some of your porn?
2: I don't have any porn on my phone. I'm so sorry.
1: I don't believe you. Okay. Why don't you delete some of the porn that I keep on your phone? Put some porn on your phone and then delete it.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. That opens up
1: a lot of space. Yeah, Yeah. you can put some of that porn that deletes
0: for more than it takes up. Okay. That's one particular fetish. It's usually in the list of categories. (laughs) (laughs) Like non-Euclidean file system porn. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Uh, photos. I don't know. What do you? I, I do have
2: a bunch of photos that I podcasts. need to get off. Of. There no podcasts. I've had to pare down. I have like twelve podcast like episodes. A, at a whenever time. I
1: run out of space, it's because of podcasts, and I just like have to go delete the oldest.
2: I just have I have accumulated a bunch of apps over time, and they're finally they're finally taking over. I just I, I've got I've got a bunch of life maintenance to do. I've got to upgrade my my computer's OS. I've got to upgrade my phone. I've got to buy a new phone, which will have a new OS on it, and then I'll have a new OS and twice as much space, and it will be fine. Life life will be great. You have too many apps,
0: you knave. <laughs> yep. You have a the directory.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. <laughs> Thanks, riff.
0: See, riff liked my joke. Yep. Uh. (laughs) have you have you played any video games Kevin I have
2: played some more Infinifactory against against everyone's better judgment (laughs) including my own it's so good I love it so much I I wish that like I had a job in the world that where I was just like oh gotta gotta construct a factory today (laughs) right (laughs) Because I feel like I would be really good at it, and... That's kind of what programming is. I know, I know. But it's... This is so, so,
1: like, just viscerally satisfying. Sure, yeah. You don't get to manipulate physical objects when you're programming. Just
0: imagine, though... Just imagine that you finally update the OS... Mm-hmm. I can't. I was telling Kevin earlier. I cannot wait for you to see the game we're making, <laughs> uh, because Kevin can't run Unity until he uh, updates the OS on his computer. Yep. Think about—you'll be able to hook up animation state machines for so many things. That's Those are true. like little factories. Kind of. They're fun. They're neat. You can hook up a bird. Preen one. Preen two. Sure. Preen one. Preen two. Wing flutter. Wing flutter. Quick.
1: Preen one. Preen two. Yep. That's what a bird does. <laughs> <laughs> is there like a little line going from one thing to the next? There is. There is. Yeah, you can, it's, a, it's like, a good state you machine. Know how that
0: works, right? Like the I've never used the animation. Oh though. man, it, it's fun to watch. It's yeah. fun to watch a mechanism state machine while you're going through animations on a thing because it's like just little thing, little progress bars and little jumping lights moving around between the different states that it's going to. Preen one, preen two, preen one, preen two. <laughs> Sounds nice. Yeah, yeah it's a good bird. It
3: better be.
2: That's how that's how birds act in the real world too. They're just alternating between just preen behavior, preen
0: one, preen two. Yep, yep. Flutter wings, flutter wings, quick. <laughs> preen one, preen two. I I've continued to play a little
2: downwell. Uh, oh yeah, I'm just I'm right now. I'm I'm also still playing it on iOS. I I should just get the computer version because I feel like that would be a thousand times easier. Um,
1: oh, I I didn't respond to this in the forums, but I stand by my statement that. If you make a game with virtual D-pad in it, you're a bad person. Okay.
2: This is this is not virtual D-pad. This is virtual left and right. It's almost and as bad.
1: Jump. So you're half a bad person. Not you personally, Kevin. <laughs> sure, but, but the
2: person who the person who made the game. Right. Uh, and I'm just I'm just trying to get better at doing combos. I, I unlocked the levitate style, which is a like a much much easier way to play. Right. And like trying to get combos and the tens instead of the single digits. And it's just hard. It's just a, like, I'm just not, it's not the style so of what is actually
1: different with levitate. Is it just lower gravity? Uh, do you just, yeah, you're just slightly floaty. It's just, you slow, you fall slower. Is the like left and right is fa- moving as fast? I believe so. Okay. There's no
2: disadvantage to it.
1: And it's- like the, the enemies still move as fast. So it's not like slow motion. It's no. just, yeah, that is my understanding. Um,
2: yeah, I would I would definitely unlock that mode if you haven't already and then play with it cuz I think that that's just what I will play in from now on. I I went back to the regular mode once and I was like, "Oh shit, fuck no. It right. is way too fast."
1: Yeah, it's like the opposite of training.
2: Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jim? Have you played anything?
1: Uh, I played um I played Framed. Mm. Do you, oh yeah you guys I think I bet that was an assignment yeah. was that an assignment it, was? it wasn't
3: oh it wasn't we've talked about it definitely well, yeah we have talked I think
0: we all played it I never finished it yeah. I, yeah, I kind of just either. got and it' clear to me to after my first session it was
2: unclear to me whether I had finished it or not I think I finished it because there was like credits and stuff and then it's just starts over but with slightly different stuff I, like it was it was a little baffling the the lack of like UI and yeah
1: it doesn't, makes it doesn't it doesn't have cool. like a menu or a title screen yeah. or any way to like, yeah yeah and that was actually really infuriating i wanted to like turn off the sound so i could listen to podcasts right. while i played it and there's no functionality for that
0: yeah that is the quickest way to get me to not play a phone game yeah in the long term
1: but it is a pretty cool game
2: you could have a separate device to listen to podcasts and then just Tape yeah. over the speakers. The I was point.
1: hypothesizing I could set uh, the podcast as my ringtone and have somebody call me while <laughs> I played. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, that is that is a workaround I had not considered, but I, I appreciate that.
1: But for the benefit of the listeners, framed as a game where you are manipulating comic panels to produce a story that is. It's usually not a good story, but it's the story. Like the drama happens like during the manipulation, not not in the resulting story. And the resulting story, like it's it's uh, just a bunch of of positive things and no negative things happen to your character.
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah, like it's, if you play dragons lair, you. <laughs> well, you yeah. see a bunch of negative things happen to your character as
1: you f- right
0: fail to have things set up correctly for him, exactly. Right? So, yeah, I mean, it's yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it, it that was just a little weird to me. Like, like you're creating the best possible story, meaning like the one that is most fortunate. Um,
2: you actually miss out on a lot of content if you do things right the first time. Because that's don't, right, you, yeah. You, like, there's a
1: lot you of stuff that you see deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's it is reminiscent of, but not actually stylistically similar to the like sort of sixties television show and movie intro animations Mm -hmm. that you'll see in like spy stuff. This does not,
2: it, it has catch me if you can
0: feel of that, but none of the aesthetics of it sort of weirdly because it's, I mean, it's very much three dimensional, right? Or is it?
1: I I I thought it wasn't. Uh, I think it's all, it's it's all 2d 2D animation. I mean, it's, it's in a, it uses perspective. So, well, right. Okay. It's 3D in that sense.
0: Which I feel like that I 60s mean, I, animation style does not. Like it notably okay, does yeah. not use perspective. Yeah, yeah. Nothing ever comes toward the camera. Things just morph in shape a lot and turn into words and things yeah. like that.
1: But I actually got the sense that it was like the backgrounds were drawn, but the animations were all rotoscoped from... um,
0: From Jordan Mechner's brother.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, they got him in. Because he's got the most work experience doing that sort of thing. Yeah. And they got Jordan Mechner to, to do the animation. Right. Yeah, and I, I played uh, Dark Echo, which... That one
0: section of Framed where there's just 900 camera views on a, the interior of a single train compartment. <laughs> you have to get them in exactly the right order to figure out what the fuck is going on.
1: <laughs> uh, Dark Echo is a game um, where it's 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 supposed to be a, a game about... Um, moving through a dark space and navigating by sound. And the way it works is by, uh, it never renders the, the walls or the floor of the space, but instead it renders like streaks coming out of sound sources that oh, visibly great. bounce off of walls. I thought that, oh, okay. that
3: title sounded familiar. Yeah.
1: And it's cool, but it's a lot cooler than it is a good game. Yeah. Like, Hmm. I, I got like 15 levels in, and it was pretty samey. I think they couldn't figure out how to how to make it consistently interesting. Did this start as a jam game? I feel like I saw. I bet it did. A yeah, a playable
0: version of this some years ago.
1: And I think that's like the case for a lot of jam games: is that this is you can see that it's cool, but you can't see how easy it's going to be to turn it into a complete product. Right. <clears throat> I'm like really interested in OSC how... is like the classic version of that.
0: Was Fractosc a jam game?
1: Actually, I don't know, maybe not, but I know that like the the thing that won the the uh, IGF awards was very minimal. Yeah.
0: Uh I'm really curious to see how super hot turns out.
1: As oh a yeah. game.
2: Cuz that seemed well, that one... like it might have been a one trick pony kind of
0: But it was a fun trick and I could see like sure. you could make an hour long game of that trick and it would be a delight.
1: Yeah. Well, and also we know how to make first-person shooters like if you don't know how to make more levels for a first-person shooter you just like play some and then you copy those and since you're you've got your own time manipulation thing happening and it's going to feel fresh so that sort of thing Uh. i could totally see like that that's there's a pretty clear road towards finishing that i think and it's just a matter of executing on it Uh, well, I hope
0: so. I backed the Kickstarter, so
1: yeah, there you go. They've got your money at least. And I played um, Dante's Inferno hmm. for the 360, which, like, I and I got it because, like, I wanted to, you know, it was like like for the same reason I played Duke Nukem Forever, just to you see just wanted to
0: see the tits in the opening cuts, <laughs> to
1: see the. I, I guess that <laughs> is the that, there's Giant that relation as well. Yeah, to see to see just the the big big mess that. This team had produced, because all I knew of it was, you know, Idle Thumbs joking about, you know, the great Gatling gunsby. <laughs> oh, i would
3: forgotten about that.
1: <laughs> and the body count of Monte Cristo, and and like there was this the marketing. There was this guy, one of the producers, was just going around talking about how this is going to be like a serious literary adaptation of <laughs> of Inferno. Um. And there was this interview on the, the Jace Hall show where like, and this was clearly like intentionally cut together this way, but like it was almost like those, this, that guy and the lead designer were arguing about the intent of the game where the designer was just taking the, the stance that no, it's, 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 we're just making this thing where you kick ass the whole time and there's huge tits everywhere. (laughs) And I remember like thinking that guy seemed really gross. And, I mean, I still think that, but also, he was making a game that was a much better game than the literary adaptation would have been, probably. Like, what this game turns out to be, and I recognized it as soon as I started playing, but, like, for some reason it hadn't thought, occurred to me at all before, this is just a God of War clone. Mm-hmm. Oh, huh. It's a brawler set in a, a, a mythology in this case, the biblical mythology rather than the the uh, Greek one, where you go around killing biblical figures. Um, and it uses all the same like it's, it's it's note for note like the it's the same kind of camera movement, the same kind of leveling system, the same kind of combat, and. That that makes total sense. Like, I remember just being like utterly confused, like what could the purpose what could these people be trying to do, possibly, trying to adapt to this this literary work. Right. But it's like the biblical parable of Spider-Man 2.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um 215. <laughs> <laughs> and it just I mean, it's not a good game, but Like, I can see where they're going for now, and I feel a lot like I'm I'm I feel like that was kind of an epiphany for me.
0: Did you think that God of War was a good game?
1: It was better made than this, but no. Yeah, I
0: I wanted to see God of War, but I didn't want to have to play it to see it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I played it on easy, yeah, that was what I did. I guess I could have tried that.
0: I remember giving up, but there was some point where you had to like. And this was fairly early on where you were trying to advance forward on the screen, past a bunch of archers, and you kept having to like push blocks around to hide behind. Oh, yeah. And it was just some like sort of longish sequence with no save point in it, and I just quit.
3: Hmm. It does sound, it seems like a bit, and, and I definitely felt this was true of of uh, Dante's Inferno, Is that that's the sort of game that. I find to be way more fun watching a Let's Play than actually right. playing yeah. it. Yeah, a lot of... Because there's so much because you, you have the opportunity to pay attention and appreciate the art design and spectacle that they were going for in yeah. a way that you can't when you're trying to kill a dude.
0: I guess I think of a Let's Play as happening in a tiny fraction of a browser window and a video game is happening on a big oh, TV. Yeah. You, yeah, can, you can full
1: screen it.
3: Yeah, you can full screen it.
0: Does it look like anything, though? I mean, are there like... Well, it depends.
3: Uh, it on- depends
1: how it's recorded. Yeah. It I mean, on I, how I, I have definitely seen let's plays resolution. where like it. This is better than a DVD. Mm, okay. Um, but it's always on my laptop screen, so it's it's or more my phone screen. More rarely, if I'm in bed <laughs> or whatever. My laptop is always in an aquarium, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like brawlers, and, and it, it's this isn't it isn't it isn't limited to brawlers, but it makes a an interesting point to connect these two like God of War is in the grand tradition of like the Konami brawlers of the early nineties, where like it's shitty gameplay, but you're looking at cool stuff, so who really cares you the know,
0: Konami brawlers of the early nineties like-, like like
1: the t m n t the simpsons game okay. x men like none of those were good games, they were very much like quarter suckers but you were going they through were fun them
0: fun for the amount of time that you were going to play them in an arcade as a kid.
1: Exactly. Right? You because didn't realize you
0: were... they were bad until you played them on MAME and played through the entire thing as an old man.
1: Right. <laughs> or right. if you're not one of the lucky ones, if when you bought the X-Men arcade cabinet right, and played it with your friends and then like realized, oh, what have I done? Which is an actual story I heard once. Sounded like I had a nightmare like that once. Yeah, Gauntlet is another game that just does not work outside of the context of the arcade.
2: I mean, it worked fine for a a party where we did nothing but play that for. Okay,
1: yeah, I can see that. But like, there's a really good Gauntlet
3: level in Lego Dimensions, actually.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, Yeah. that's cool. Based on the first Gauntlet or the first two?
3: Uh, yeah, the originals. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know what? The third Gauntlet is slash was going to be. It was that Dark Legacy? Wait, Gauntlet oh, Legends I think was Zy-Bots. the third one. Zy-Bots. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, yeah,
0: Zybots was going to be Gauntlet 3. They did yeah, know
1: the- that.
2: It was going to be you know totally different. That actually looks play.
0: Yeah. Same guys, just Ed Log. Uh it, yeah. It was uh it was just reskinned yeah. and it became a cool, cool game. <laughs> that was the first arcade cabinet I bought. We played it. Kevin exploited his way onto the maxing out every score on the high score table. Yeah. Did you know that that game eventually gets to the point where it has procedurally generated levels? Mm-hmm. I, I, that's well, that's cool, I, got I didn't know that. Yeah, it's... There's a lot going on. Like, I was not wrong to like that game as a kid. <laughs> nor was I wrong to purchase it as an adult. <clears throat> we saw it. You can come see it at ZapCon. It's April true. 2016. The Mesa Convention Center in Mesa, Arizona.
1: You need to have a system to backpatch the actual date into all the old places where you just mumbled.
2: <laughs> I mean, I could look it up. I think it's mid middle. Yeah, it has April. been announced. Oh, okay. You yeah. announced the date. I, I thought you just had to 2016, com, come yeah. up
1: with the date first.
0: No, we booked it a while back. Let's see yeah, you negotiated it. It's true. We figured out what kind of beer. 14th and were 15th and,
2: stuff. and April 14th and 15th. And 17th. What? I think it's probably just the 16th and
0: 17th. For the regular folks. I see. April 16th and 17th, 2016. Mesa Convention Center, Mesa, Arizona. ZapCon, come play my Zybots. You just press a button and it acts like you put a quarter in. And that really breaks Zybots because when you're at the little store in between levels, putting in another quarter gives you a bunch of coins.
1: Uh, That's the problem with Gauntlet 2. Gauntlet 2 and Gauntlet Gauntlet (laughs) 1. That's the problem
0: with putting those games in free-to-play is that they just sit there with somebody with like... Ten thousand health, just slowly trickling down, and you, another person can't come and start the game over. Well,
1: there that, and also just like it, it lo- you lose all health loses all meaning when you can just get it for free. I I, f- I feel like the only way to play that game, if if you're not like sitting there literally putting a roll of quarters into the machine, is to only have one credit, and when you die, start over. Yeah. Would you guys? be
2: interested in playing that four player gauntlet game that oh, like, like a, legacy? the legacy yeah the recent one. Oh, you mean the the, oh, the new PC the, one the, one, the, the new
1: one the new one new that's game. called gauntlet yeah.
3: i
0: i would play that i enjoyed my minute that i played it it's and
2: like we could all play it together right like that's the idea is it's mm. like a networked oh game, yeah right? oh, okay yeah we yeah. might
0: be the only people still playing it
2: that's fine we should do that at some point so it would match make us yeah
0: we'll put that on the list of things that we'll do when we like when we play um, Starcraft two. Yep, <laughs> which we'll do three October's ago. That was when that was penciled into your calendar. Good. Did you guys know that uh, Legacy of the Void came out today or yesterday? Oh wow, I didn't know it was. Yeah, already. they launched it simultaneously with Fallout four. Wow, bad choice, guaranteeing not getting any press bad or anyone choice. giving a shit about it at all.
3: That seems like a tactical I error. I don't even remember what it is. It's the
0: third installment of StarCraft 2. Yeah, it's Uh, all the. Remember how StarCraft 2 didn't come out all at once, and they instead split it into three games that were then released over a period of five years? That's interesting. I guess it wasn't really five years. Well, that
1: that part isn't that interesting because it's five-year-old news, but... (laughs) I've seen people talk about how releasing Tomb Raider at the same time as Fallout 4 was a mistake, but apparently no one even cares enough about Legacy of the Void to... To mention it. To mention it, yeah.
0: And it's weird. It's been done for months, if not more than a year. They just decided... Also, there's a Hearthstone expansion coming out tomorrow. Like, Blizzard just decided to let everything that they're doing be swallowed. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe oh. maybe when these plans were being made, it was not yet clear. And I am really surprised at the extent to which Fallout 4 is a big deal. Like... I don't know if Skyrim just really got a much larger portion of the mainstream gaming population excited about another Bethesda game. Right, because Skyrim was like a huge breakout hit for them, right? Oblivion was
1: too. So it's been like that twice. Has it? I thought that Skyrim...
2: Skyrim definitely roped in a bunch of people who hadn't played. Right, and, and Oblivion
1: was their first console game. I see. So no, Morrowind was out on consoles, was it? Yeah, I played. Well, I Oblivion was Morrowind for the first time game on the that, original
0: Xbox, and it was okay,
1: awful. Okay,
0: well, oh, and then I played it on PC, and it was also awful.
1: In that case, for whatever reason, Oblivion was the the game that like Halo Bros would you know when they're, when uh-huh. they're done when Halo's not out yet, you know you done with Gears of War, you can buy Oblivion. Yeah,
0: I was like the guy at Outback Steakhouse who was like he was like oh you make video games let's talk about video games I play Madden and Skyrim. Okay, we're going to talk about Skyrim for a while, I guess.
1: Uh. Uh, Did you ask how many hours he has on Skyrim? Like, uh, I wonder, like, if it's, those are the two games he plays, and, like, each of them, like, for, like, 50 hours so far. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I don't know, I feel like... I was talking my girlfriend's dad, I feel like, is one of those guys who just plays a game. Like he gets like a flight simulator, and then that's what he plays for whatever. And for him, apparently, for the last few years, it has just been whatever the most recent GTA game is, is what he Mm. plays. I tried last time I saw him, I tried to get him to buy Fallout 3. I should have figured out a way to just buy it for him. Cause I feel like maybe that would yeah, work. That's he's not totally into plausible. like fantastical stuff at all, but yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll see. We'll see when I see him at Thanksgiving, if that worked, <laughs> I hope it did. Cause I want somebody else to talk to Fall- talk to about fallout, talk about fallout too.
1: We're certainly not going to do it two. Later no, we're in this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just talking about fallout Two. He's like, oh, I, I heard you wrong. <laughs> this is weird. What? <laughs> but yeah, no, I do think that Skyrim was that for a lot of people. Like, je- hearing Jesse Thorne talking about playing Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, like that's exactly... Weird. Like, the guy just, like, does not play video games at all. Yep.
3: And the way it had procedurally generated quests facilitates just playing it forever. I, you know, you say that, but I don't...
0: I think everybody sees through that, though.
4: It. I, sure, I think that but,
0: you can play hundreds of hours of it before you start seeing those, and when you do see it, it's real disappointing.
1: Oh, Yeah.
3: Yeah, but if you're gonna make that the game that you play, then we're not just talking about a hundred hours. We're talking about a thousand hours.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. You built. I don't built, know. If like we're talking so, nine hundred you know, hours of disappointment and... after the first hundred hours.
0: Can we take a little bit of a of a break, a of a, of a break of a so I can go break? pee and get another beer? I'll get you another beer too. I'll yep. Pee uh, for you while I'm in there, if you want. It's okay. Uh, and then we can talk about Fallout Four. Hey, Riff, are you ready to talk about Fallout 4 for a long time and bore the the death off of these guys' pants? Boy, am I.
4: Fallout
0: I'll provide if...
1: the perspective of the guy who wants to play Fallout 4 but can't.
0: Yeah, we're not going to, uh, I, I don't think we should spoil okay. anything story-wise. No. I was interested yeah, in talking uh, about... We're the...
1: probably not at the same
3: place from each other anyway, so...
2: You guys didn't just save the game in, in Prost Bar or whatever and...
0: Did you find did you find Prost Bar? No, I haven't. Ah, uh, Prost Bar is the, is just Cheers. Nice. <laughs> there's you go in and it's and it's just set up to look like Cheers and there's two skeletons like at the position where Norm and Cliff sit and one of them's wearing a mailman outfit and the yeah, um really? the manager's office is all full of baseball like memorabilia. Nice. exact joke
1: you made. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's great. it was great.
0: And, and I mean, how, you know, how would you not? Of course. Do mm-hmm. that but I'm really glad I'm really glad that they did and I'm really glad that I just happened to go down this staircase and check to see if this door was openable, and right. it was. And it was like, ah, oh, Prost Bar. I bet this is it. It was like on the way to. It was on the way to. On the way from to one city. main main quest node. No, it was after. It was after Diamond City. Like okay. the quest, the main quest takes you to Diamond City.
2: What is pretty, Diamond City?
0: It is a city inside Fenway Park.
2: Oh, Okay.
0: Um, which seems to base it, It's kind of. Fallout 4's Megaton, okay. which you never really played Fallout 3. Whatever, so, but I know enough about the it. The equivalent
1: of setting off the bomb is letting them know that what they think is a diamond is actually just a square. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. So far, there's nothing. You're not, like, beaten over the head with some, like, just completely cartoonishly good or cartoonishly evil moral choice. Okay. Uh well, that was the choice to play Fallout 4 or not. Well, I guess <laughs> so you've already made the choice. <laughs> yeah. There is a starter town, but that seems to be entirely geared towards introducing you to this
3: like settlement yeah, system the that they have base building is, tower defense thing, which I just have whoa. zero interest in. Yeah, I hope and it doesn't become mandatory because I'm because those settlers are they're on their own. <laughs> I think it.
0: I think it doesn't. I mean, I messed with it just because you got all these quests to mess with it and. Mm you get so much more experience points from doing quests yeah, than true. you do from killing
3: monsters. That- I mean,
2: that sounds like the, all the weird systems they added to metal gear solid five or whatever with like the weird base management. Yeah. I mean stuff.
3: I, I did, I did as much of it as I needed to, to build a cool base for myself, you know? Cause like I always, I enjoyed having a weird, my own house in fallout three and throwing, weird collections of stuff on the tables and so on. And this, they, they make a really good version of that where, you know, you can make your own building and stock it with your own furniture and put it, the furniture where you want it and things like that, put paintings on the walls. And that was cool. And I did enough of that to make myself a sweet, a sweet base inside an abandoned, uh, 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 uh truck stop, uh, But I'm not going to build houses for anybody else, and I'm certainly not going to run back there to defend them if raiders come.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really those people that are like, we want you to build some beds for us because we're not, you know, you have a quest to make us happy by building us beds. You can just put like five shitty mattresses on top of each other on the floor and they don't. care like it's not they don't have an ai that determines whether like this is a fun place to live (laughs) it's just
2: i mean five fat mattresses stacked on top
0: of each other is pretty fun yeah (laughs) for one person at a time i guess they've just figured out you can sleep in shifts
4: yeah
3: i should go back and and uh, because i haven't done those quests yet when i went back there i couldn't find the one quest giver guy to to talk to so i guess i'll i'll go see if he's turned up Hopefully he doesn't like die on the way there or something. He also sends you
0: to do a bunch of other stuff that requires you to make new settlements and like I just don't want I read a like things I wish I had known before I started playing Fallout 4 and it was like Mm. don't mess don't open up too many settlements right away because like you end up just being called back to them all the time to defend them which I actually don't mind the idea of every once in a while having to go back like oh we're under attack so I'll just fast travel there and then just kill some raiders or whatever because like Fast traveling places and killing raiders is kind of what the game is.
3: Yeah, but you don't you don't want to be interrupted with it, and you don't want to have to like maintain their structures or
0: I don't know. How but, far into the main quest line are you?
3: Uh, I I've spent a ton of time just tooling around. I haven't even got to Diamond City yet. I'm in. You should.
0: i You should do the main quest line until you gain access to the partner, who is obviously the partner that you are going to want. Is he Forever? Like a
3: sniper sneaky dude or something? Eh, okay.
0: It's more it's more uh, narrative flavor oh, okay. that is gonna appeal to you than okay. than functionality, so
3: man, um, I, I love speaking of narrative flavor, I love the uh, the DJ for Diamond City Radio. <laughs> yeah he's so good just
0: this like hapless dude who's yeah he's just...
3: like this dude it's it's like he's the one guy in the radio station so he has to be the dj but he knows nothing about being a dj and has no self-confidence or knows how to talk on the radio so, and he
0: does a good job it's so like good. it's hard
3: to act like that yeah Hmm.
0: Like it, like it's hard to act like a bad actor. Mm-hmm.
1: Does does he like screw up playing the music, like cutting off a song in the no. middle? Yeah,
0: no, he does. Like That's he's like, right. like it was like oh, I played this. Oh nope, sorry, I broke that one. Oh,
3: I have heard that. One. Yeah, <laughs> like sometimes yeah. he'll like he'll make a joke about a song title and then be like, oh, that wasn't funny. Stupid, stupid.
1: <laughs> he'll leave the mic on when he goes to the bathroom.
3: <laughs> I didn't go find
1: that guy. I wonder.
3: Uh, there is. I accidentally found out that there is a side quest that you can change. You can. There's a side quest to build his confidence, and that results in his audio changing on the radio station. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Huh. I don't know if I want to do it, though, because I, I love <laughs> how he talks.
1: You want this guy to stay shitty and unhappy.
3: Yeah. They've
0: done a bunch of interesting things. Like itemization is way more complicated yeah man in
3: in fallout 3 in new vegas i had it down to i had a pretty good system to keep myself from spending hours and hours on inventory management by just not picking up junk that at the beginning of the game was not worth at least five caps per pound and then once i had a lot of money was not worth at least 10 caps per pound But that, they, they. uh, Would you
1: just do the math in your head?
3: Yeah, I just do the math in my head. It wasn't, it wasn't complex. So, but they, I guess, heard that I was doing that and decided to put a stop to it because now every piece of junk breaks down to like components like screws and copper and glass. And, but you can't break it down in the
0: field. You have to take it back to it. You have to 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 take
3: it back to your work table to, to, to store it and bust it up.
0: Although I guess so. there's a way at the workbench to like dump all of your junk yeah, into like some yeah. kind of bin and then it will break it down as yeah. needed in fact, when you build stuff, which I did not find. Yeah, I, I had just been like going out into the- street. you actually
3: break it down manually. You, well, you can.
0: Be- you can go out into the street in one of your outposts, drop it on the ground, oh. and then you get the, if you're in outpost oh, mode, right. you get the option to break it down. Okay. And I'm like, that can't be how you're supposed yeah, to do no, this. Yeah, I don't
3: think that's how you're meant to do that. Yeah. Well, you can would, do it that, that way. Because that would be a ton it's of clicks. Real tedious. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of which, then they did the really nice thing of like you don't have to click an object to get into that container's inventory anymore. Just yeah,
0: that over is it. really, really nice. Yeah, super actually. good. Like when you mouse over a corpse of a raider, it just pops up a thing in the world that is a list of that guy's inventory. It doesn't pause the game or anything hmm. it always puts the things that you want like their ammo is always the first item in the list so basically you just run up to a guy hit e and you've looted the ammo and if you want his weapon you hit e again and then if you want yeah. all of his garbage heavy clothing you just hit r to hit, take everything
3: yeah, hit r, yeah.
0: Yeah, they do a similar thing a with
1: useful that's a Good interface improvement. Yeah,
0: It really is. It's hard to get used to, though. I'm constantly, every time I stop looting something, my Fallout 3 instincts kick in, and I hit tab to uh. close it, which just then brings up the Pip-Boy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it has this feature that you have to unlock as a perk, which is basically a copy of the Clairvoyance spell from Skyrim, where it just shows you a glowing path to whatever your next quest objective is, mm. which is crazy useful in things like that fucking labyrinthine car factory. Oh that my you god, have to go the Vega
3: factory was fucked up. It was like having it was like being in a firefight with 50 guys inside one of those plastic sphere mazes where you're trying to roll the ball bearing around the Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I there's no wonder these car manufacturer went out of business like they they never figured out how to get one of their cars out of this maze factory <laughs> they
1: needed kevin to design the factory it's true i, I would have it, been all over that. that that was something that was a problem with fallout 3 as well was usually when you were outside you could find a, a quest objective just by pausing and looking at the map and the markers over there so you would go in that direction but when you're inside like in a vault for example mm-hmm. um those the vaults yeah, have the multiple layers. Yeah, are
0: not useful.
1: Right? They would like it'll. I think the maps change to show your current floor, but the marker doesn't show you what floor it's on. I don't think so.
0: Markers now have uh, elevation indicators on. Them, okay, which That's is nice. So that, if that you've got help. if you've got like red dots indicating enemies, you'll see like little arrows pointing up if they're significantly above you, and and down vice versa. Or you could
1: just get this perk that shows you the way.
0: What sucks about that perk, though, is that it shows it to you while you're in VATS, and the only time you don't care about that is when you're in
3: VATS,
0: (laughs) right? So in order to use it, you have to go into VATS outside of combat, which requires you to hold down the VATS key, because if you just tap VATS and there's nothing for you to shoot, it doesn't go into VATS. You have to hold down the key for a second, and then it shows you the path to the objective. It's It's...
1: it's a really weird design decision. It's a decision. weird
0: choice, yeah. And, it, like, like, it seems like there would just be a hotkey. This this perk unlocks the hotkey to just show you the breadcrumbs feature. Yeah. Right? In Skyrim, it was a spell you had to cast, right? So yeah. you actually had to hotkey clairvoyance. That's kind of fun. Would it wear That's off? Equip it. Though. No, you had to channel it. Like... Oh, I, I It might create it for a little while, and then you could follow the sparkles. And this does, too. It's like a second. Yeah. Um, But it's usually enough. You know, it's usually, like, well, I'm on the wrong floor, so this is just telling me where I need to go. But it's, it's just weird that it, it does suffer a little bit from console UI syndrome, which is, I mean, just popularity syndrome, right? <laughs> like it, it's this is a game they develop.
2: develop the ui for the consoles and then they don't revamp it entirely for the pc yeah
0: i mean you know somebody will mod it although i never <clears throat> i never used any fallout ui mods you skyrim, did for skyrim was, yeah yeah skyrim was especially bad on the pc but with fallout i just got used to it because at least fallout has the fiction of like this is a computer that you're using you know right but man, man. The, the interface for inside bases for building furniture and stuff is crazy. It's just like a it's like a a diegetic mod world editor. It's like they just like, yeah. "Oh, we figured out how to give you our tools for designing yeah. environments and I you know, it's interesting it will be interesting to see what kinds of things people create just with that. But I wonder if there's a way, like, oh, I made this base, now can can I export this base as mm. a mod and mm. put it somewhere? Because that would be cool. It doesn't, it's not stingy with systemic stuff the way that Fallout 3 was. Like, I feel like it was well into Fallout 3 by the time you got reliable access to, like, a, like a crafting station. And... In Skyrim, you had to go somewhere to find it. You know, it's like, so you just go to Whiterun and go to the potion shop if you wanted to use yeah. that thing or that castle where that, where what's his <laughs> name, the terrible voice acting was? <laughs> Farangar's Secret Fire. There's the tranquility and magic <laughs> while you're trying to just disenchant some bracers that you found. They have their legendary enemies. That you can tell they're legendary because it says legendary in front of their yeah. name, and then there's a star, and then they drop like a randomly enchanted piece of gear, which is a little weird.
2: What does it mean to be enchanted in the Fallout universe?
0: Well, it's like Exterminator's leather left arm, and it's just like a leather shoulder pad that's like, you take 15% less damage from bugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it's coated in... It's just enchanted. I mean, it's weird. They don't use the word enchanted. No, they don't. But, like, that's just what it is. Yeah.
2: It's infused with bug spray or something, right? I mean,
0: when you modify weapons, which all weapons have so many different mods that you can... Like, a given just random pistol has, like, five addressable parts all of which have their own models and just different things that you can do to the stats. And they all, they change the name of the item yeah. when you do it. Like it gives you an option that you can exists.
3: give, you can give a weapon a custom name too. Sure.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's like a Skyrim thing too. Yeah. But what have you found most interesting in terms of the differences between it and, and fallout three and new Vegas riff?
3: Uh, I'm I'm enjoying the crafting a lot. I was I'm I'm a huge hoarder in these games. So having having all the junk that I was going to pick up anyway be useful in different ways I found interesting and like it being important to keep an eye out for glue because glue is both one of the most important and rarest materials. That's it's it's interesting. And it it is causing tension in my character build because I need to be leveling up armor smithing and gunsmithing, but that that me that's fewer points I can put into safe cracking and charisma and stuff. So
0: Yeah, I'm doing low charisma and I I have been ending up putting points into they've completely changed the way that leveling and skills work in the game. Jim, have you looked at how it works?
1: Uh, I've I heard a little bit, but no.
0: It's the skills are just gone. Um in fallout three you had you had your stats and then you had a list of skills and you could tag some of them and those would go up a little bit on their own as you leveled I guess or maybe they were cheaper to raise I don't
1: remember I tag guess. skills in fallout 3 just gave you a boost at the very beginning of the game oh and I think in fallout one and two you could it would increase the value as you leveled up you would choose the, if you choose those to level those skills they would get better faster mm
0: But in this, it's just perks, and the perks are gated by your stats and your level. And every time you level up, you can pick a perk, which is just a rank of a perk, and the perks have multiple ranks in them. Or you can add one to one of your stats.
1: So you're choosing between a perk or
0: or your stats. Or unlocking new perks. Oh, okay. And also doing the things that increasing your stats do, right? Like, which is stuff. I've only done that once because I was tired of missing with a gun. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make myself less likely to miss with guns.
4: Hmm.
3: I pumped a bunch there... into an, in- into intelligence. Cause apparently that, that gives you an XP boost. And since there's no level cap, that's, yeah, that's I just put a bunch this of this time, but
0: I just had intelligence at like eight in my initial character build. I just did low strength, low endurance, perception, intelligence, agility. I don't know, man. It's, I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> I always end up sneaking around, even though I don't want to play a sneaky build.
1: <laughs> you don't know what you want.
0: I want to pick locks, hack terminals. Mm-hmm.
1: I love hacking terminals.
0: Yeah, yeah I max those yeah. out until real late game.
3: The Terminal hacking I, game wh- is just fun. I just enjoy it.
0: I never really played it before, but I'm finding myself like, oh, you know why. It is because it actually tells you now how many characters in the the word that you chose match the actual password.
3: Oh, it it did previously. Did it do that before? Yeah. Is it still the mastermind game?
1: Yeah.
0: uh Oh, huh. I guess I did not know that. I just always relied on having my hacking skill high enough that because that when the hacking skill was super fine granularity having more points in it just made the game easier. Like there would just be fewer options for the password, right? And so you could find all the little clicky things until there were fewer options than you had tries. But this time I'm finding myself actually playing the game, which I never did before. And it's interesting. It's like you can, with a hacking of one, you can hack certain terminals in the game and then you have to put another point in the perk and then you can hack more. And there's only three levels of that.
3: Yeah, because you start, you get you get the first one for free. You get like novice terminals for free or whatever.
0: Yeah, and you can pick novice locks. And I think there are only there are like four levels of each of them. Yeah. The lock picking game is like, it's fine.
1: <laughs> one of the things that I heard about this game was that you're a lot more likely to die than you were in previous in Fallout Three. Hmm. Um, that the combat was tuned much harder, and I was wondering if that is true in your guys' experience. Yeah, I am, I am I finding it to be harder. have several
3: times, although. but I don't remember how hard it was in Fallout 3.
0: They're definitely like you'll stumble into places and a guy will just one-hit you. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I huh. did
3: I did wander into, like, while I was wandering around in like the, the northwest corner of the map, I was like, oh, there's super mutants over here. I'm not ready for that yet. And... Wandered off in the other direction and discovered a a team of, like, legendary raiders, and they killed me. So it's...
0: A lot of places will have a boss... Like if, yeah. if a guy is way higher level than you, I'll have a skull by yeah. him, and usually that means like this guy's gonna take up all of your ammo yeah. and a lot of quick loading. You <laughs> oh, should, yeah.
3: yeah, you should probably go home and fetch your power armor.
0: <laughs> time. Yeah, that's a weird thing. You get power armor right away, but it consumes very limited resources for you to use it. Mm-hmm. So it, you can customize it a lot, but you have to find these like, sort of fusion cores that. They'll be like one of them in a building. Or I guess you can take them from enemies that have power.
1: If you're not, if you fast travel with it, does it consume? It doesn't. Huh.
0: So it's only actually playing and fighting in it that does that. It's weird. I'm kind of just choosing not to engage with that system. Yeah, I haven't been
3: using the power armor much just because it doesn't fit with my character concept really. Right. I
0: liked in Fallout 3 how it was a big deal if you decided you wanted to use power armor. Mm. You'd get it really, really late game. Yeah. And, yeah, this is – it's interesting that they expose that system to you, and you can – you know, you, you just have it in your little gas station, and you can put different parts on it, and there's all kinds of different power armor body parts. Because yeah. you, you have, like, your own armor, which is now on a per-body part basis – Right, so it's like raider left arm, leather raider left arm, right, supple, studded, <laughs> banded leather raider left arm. Like, <laughs> all these different things that it can be. Shopping can get, cart nailed to it. You can get arm. different
3: paint jobs for it, too. I found a, a magazine out in the world that instead of giving me, a like, a, a stat bonus, it unlocked a new paint job I could paint onto power armor. Huh
0: yeah it's like a hot rod magazine, yeah that is interesting that it almost feels like they made this entire game with skills. In place, and then decided to do away with them, and then they had to figure out what the fuck they were going to do with all of the skill-boosting magazines that were out in the world. <laughs> and then they just made them do something else. Like, when you get one, there's just a bunch of random perks that it will yeah. give you one of. Oh. So it's like, you find this, and it's like, oh, this just, every time you find a locksmithing magazine, it makes the sweet spot on every lock slightly bigger.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And they're they're collectibles too. Now that when you when you get them, it doesn't like use them up and disappear them. They stay in your yeah, inventory. The, and, finding
0: them is what gives you the boost, and they yeah. have different covers. And then you in the base Every building mode, has a cover. you
3: can put a magazine rack down and use it to stick all the magazines you found into it, and they show up on the model in your base. It's sweet.
1: In in Fallout Three, the the magazines gave you a permanent small stat boost, right?
3: It was uh,
0: something like that. They were skill boosts. There were know? skill books skill, that, skill boosts, that yeah. did it. Te- there was something that did it temporarily, and something that did it permanently. I, oh, I was at the
3: that case that might okay. have been in New Vegas. Yes. I was in, yeah, in, in New 3, Vegas in Fallout Three. There were permanent skill basis. and then in New Vegas they introduced the magazines that were temporary.
1: Right, right, and so I was. If if they wanted to make it simple, they could have. Instead of anything giving you permanent skill, uh, skill boosts, it could have given you, like, a plus one to intelligence for a minute.
4: Yeah. Well,
0: that's what the drugs do, right? Like, yeah. Which oh, I just right. never engage yeah, with that I system never, in these games I'm at all. Like, I'm just like, oh, drugs. I'm not going to take drugs. Yeah. Drugs are for losers. <laughs> Winners don't use them. That's true. William F. William F. Sessions of the FBI taught me that
1: when I was playing <laughs> NARC <Right>. at Walmart. <laughs> And when you were going at it, shooting up hippies who were running a grow-up. Yeah.
0: And when the, you'd go and
1: those guys,
0: those bald guys would throw syringes at you and it would make the screen go all weird. Because they gave you
1: drugs. No, that's how you know it's for losers.
2: <laughs> did I Did I tell you that I uh, was a pen pal with William Sessions' wife for a couple of years? <laughs> all right, you
0: met him at that weird dinner that you <laughs> <Yeah>. went to? <laughs> yeah. What did she have to say?
2: Oh, she's just very cordial. She's very nice. Just- did
0: she... Tell you not to use drugs.
2: Uh, I don't remember her specifically. Did you
0: tell her about all your formative drug and sexual experiences? <laughs> I did not. I did not. <laughs> uh, you can quick save. This this sucks, and I wish that I didn't know this, but I learned it from listening to uh, the Polygon Quality Control podcast, where uh, Justin McElroy talks to Arthur geese about his Fallout Four review. You can quick save in the middle of a conversation because conversations are no longer modal in the Uh same way that interacting with containers aren't modal anymore. Like it doesn't throw you into a thing where you have to deal with this before you're done. You talk to somebody and then they like maybe play an animation where they turn around to face you that takes like some arbitrary amount of time. And then sometimes it just gives you a little menu floating in front of them. that's conversation options that you have to
4: Mm
0: -hmm. boy. Do you have to take your hand off the mouse a lot while you're playing this? There's a lot of things that require arrow keys, uh, a lot of things that require you to hit enter. Although apparently anytime a prompt asks you to hit enter, you can also just hit E you and that, enter. yeah, that main interaction key counts as enter, which is going to save me a lot of time. Although learning that I don't have to do that stupid thing where I drop all of the things in a circle around me and then scrap them each individually <laughs> will save me a lot of that time too. But basically based on your charisma, you get these things where you can like ask people for more information or try to convince. In one case, the like gangsters mall to go back to her home instead of living this horrible life of depravity and crime that she's in. But if your charisma is low, you have a pretty low chance of this succeeding. But you can just fucking oh, but it's no, a sad. Oh, that's no. a shame. No.
2: <laughs> Scumming conversations,
0: and it's like, well, I you know, I don't want this girl like. The first time I played this, it failed, and then I just had to kill this woman, which I did not want to do because she's an innocent involved in all of this. There crap. were, but like, there's just a thing that happens that makes her turn hostile to you, and it's like, well, now she's an enemy.
1: I'm almost certain that in three or maybe in Skyrim, it wasn't a die roll; it was just you can't do it if your speech isn't high enough. Yeah, the thresholds, which, which is probably
2: the right way to do it
1: in 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 a game it where may, you can quick save, might it have definitely been
3: Skyrim, is because I I definitely remember. Fallout Three,
1: uh, showing. I think, was, I think it was. I think it was a Bethesda game. It might have yeah. been the but Terminator can, game from nineteen
2: ninety. Then you can use potions to up your. You can like save before a thing. Yeah, and then if you're not high enough, you can use a potion to try to raise it and hope that you will be. That's a
0: little better. Than How do you solve this? Like this is important to, to me for yeah. work. How the fuck do you solve this?
1: Don't have quick save. Well, okay. Don't yeah. don't have save forking like. Yeah, yeah, I
3: mean Wasteland 2 did it by just showing you that there would have been a conversation option here if your intimidation skill was ranked 3. Right. Yeah,
0: but that's not how it does it with like opening locks and picking picking locks and opening safes and yeah. stuff. That's just fucking
1: I mean, quicksade and quickly. I I think what you have to do is you just you recognize when it's a problem and you address it on a case-by-case basis. I do think that just having a threshold where you need your skill to be this high for this to work, and it's not a die roll. Yeah. is probably the way to do it in this case.
2: Because you don't, you can't just set the seed when the people begin playing the game.
0: No, because they'll try to save scum and just be mad when it doesn't work.
2: You could detect that behavior happening and say this isn't going to change
1: anything. Yeah, I guess that's true. They'll only be mad the one time.
0: (laughs) Because, I mean, it doesn't work in XCOM, right? Like, XCOM does have seeded randomness. And I don't know if that leads to things like, oh, well, then I need to have this guy shoot a tree stump because I know that the third (laughs) shot is definitely going to hit. Right. You
1: have to wait till a certain part part in the the particle system looping. Right.
0: (laughs) Man. Anyway, that's that's aggravating. And I wish that I had not. Found out that you could quicksave during conversations.
3: Because Thanks for telling just, us. <laughs> it's just yeah. too
0: slow. It's I bet it's just a, barely too
1: slow. I bet there's be- a mod to disable that, or there will be.
0: Yeah, I also just really wish that they were just gated at certain charisma values. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what we're gonna do in West of Loathing. Is like there are these options, and you can see if you have a skill, but it's not high enough, and maybe you can leave and come back to this, or maybe not. I mean, maybe this is just valuable information for your next playthrough that if you had been a more intimidating character or if you had been a more charming character, you would have had a different outcome here.
1: I think you should actually seriously consider making, saving, and loading, taking it out of the hands of the player. Like, just because if you allow them to fine-tune that stuff, some players are just going to, like, play the game that way.
0: I would like to, but I don't want to be that... Because, I mean... You make you will make
2: choices that you don't necessarily understand the consequences of, and... Well,
0: there's that. I don't actually care about that. because, really? Well, because my goal is to make a game that is short enough that
4: oh.
0: it's not, you know, it's not... You're not losing that much if you mess up something with your character. You just won't mess it up next time. Yeah. But... That might not be the way that people approach it. I don't know. I mean, people might spend 30 hours poking in at every corner if we let them. But you want people to be able to have multiple characters, right? Without having to have a whole UI for that, right? Which is how these games do it. Bioshock Infinite, there was no saving, right? And we remarked on that there just there just wasn't any there was no save system yep. and nobody was like what the fuck this game is terrible there's no save system whereas shadow run had that like only chapter based save system and it was like reviled because of that and then they had to patch in some sketchy bullshit that i can't imagine works particularly well to make it so you can save sometimes like except when you're in
1: well, conversations, I think
0: which you are most of the time
1: bioshock Biosho- are you talking about Bioshock Infinite? Yeah, yeah. That game was just like there were no, there was no consequence for death, basically. Right, and, and there were
0: no choices to make ever, right.
1: and and so there about was just anything. no, no need use. to ever Heads quick save. I, it's interesting to make the comparison to System Shock Two, which was very much a PC game, very much built, tuned around quick save, and it was tuned like. I don't know if they did this on purpose or through luck, but it was tuned such that any one enemy wouldn't necessarily take off enough of your take up enough of your resources that you would want to to quick save until you beat the enemy without doing without losing anything. But in aggregate you would always feel like you were losing enough that you would not be able to finish the game. I just killed everything with a wrench. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably the way to do that.
0: I eventually got that lightsaber. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because melee weapons were the only thing that didn't break
1: when you used I mean, them. Yeah. The lightsaber should totally break when you use it.
2: <laughs> lightsaber shouldn't be a beam of light that
1: stops That terminates? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. terminates.
3: <laughs> so it should I just saw be a, s- a gun.
1: <laughs> I I think I saw someone, like, proposing, like, how you would invent a beam of light that terminates. Yeah? Like, and the only reason you would want to invent that is because you thought it was cool in Star Wars. Right.
3: (laughs) It'd be useful for neon signs.
1: That's true. Yeah.
0: Should we we talk about the assignment, Sabelle? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. We're getting... It's getting late. Yeah. What did you guys think?
3: Eh... (laughs) I, I I I think it was I think it was cool that she put out such a, a personal story for for everyone it was to to see. Super, it felt it super
1: voyeuristic. Yeah, yeah. And and it wasn't it made me feel kind of weird.
3: Personally, was particularly interested in, or not yeah, so much. I, I also, inter- but I I couldn't really identify. I guess I well. didn't.
1: I think it's like in, in I don't know in today's game fandom climate. I think it's kind of amazing that she was willing to put yeah, herself out yeah. there that nakedly. See,
0: yeah. I voyeurism implies no consent, like this I think is exhibitionism. Mm-hmm. But it still
2: felt voyeuristic. Right, because it's like you're like looking through her laptop without her permission kind of. Yeah, and you've got her permission, but it still feels it like fe- you're Exactly. Yeah. It's 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 in, not that in it,
3: fiction you don't. It, right.
0: Right. So, the thing that – I'm very glad that this is a thing that can exist and be successful and get some media attention because it demonstrates that games are broad enough to produce things that are not for me. Yeah. (laughs) Like, even a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Because, man, do I not give a shit what a 23-year-old thinks about her first relationship. Like – this is not a. This is not a story that is interesting to anyone who was not participating in the story. Huh. As far as I'm concerned, like or who has
3: a similar story of their own.
1: Yeah, and I think that's actually probably a lot of people at that age at that time. Yeah,
0: exactly, and that's why it's this is a yeah. game for them. Sure. This is a story yeah. for other 23 year olds who are not like. Oh, so. I met somebody and I flirted with them online and then we met once and we had sex and then we never saw each other again. Cause it was kind of like, eh, whatever. Like, yeah, that is like, that's a story that happens all the time. But like I got up and went and got the mail and then I made coffee and (laughs) then I ate a bagel and then I went to work (laughs) is also a story that happens all the the time. The bagel
3: broke your heart. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. The bagel
0: did break my heart. Like, and this is not, To diminish the importance of it to the people to whom it is important, it is only to say, I am 100% not the audience for this. Yes, exactly. And so... I really appreciated the, the way
2: that it made me feel like I was a younger person using the internet the way that younger people would use the internet. Like, in the middle of... So, playing World of Warcraft... And chatting with somebody on voice chat, getting emails, checking IMs, like all the, all at the same time. Like you were regularly trying to click on something in the game and read your like IMs right. and yeah. check your email all <clears throat> at the same time. And I feel like that's just what people do now.
0: The framing device of the game was really interesting, actually, because it gave you something just compelling enough right. to keep you occupied while you were sort of waiting for the next story breadcrumb.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel about MMOs in general.
0: And the the notion of making
2: explicit that these games, in a lot of cases, are just... It's
0: not important what the game is. It's, it's just it's a chat th- client. Yeah. It's just yeah. the social yep. framework that it provides. I, I found the male character to be so, so unlikable.
3: Yeah, sure, man. Like,
0: because it's just like every guy that you talk to in every ventrilo channel playing any MMO with other people, and it was like, for fuck's sake! Like, it was it was the one guy in the group that didn't sound like that is the one that maybe you wanted to be friends with.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was felt the story was kind of predictable just by the fact that as soon as the the dude started talking, I was like, oh, this guy is a huge asshole and this is not going to end. And it's not even a,
0: I don't even know that Like he read to me as a huge asshole. It's just like there is this kind of negative affect that yeah. you get from some people who are just like, no matter what you say, they... Will come back with like no or that's stupid or whatever, and like they can't just be nice to anything that like doesn't indicate that they're like fundamentally broken as people, but it just indicates that they're like you need to figure some shit out before you're gonna be any fun to hang out with. Right. Yeah. And like ugh. ugh. It it makes me mad that people like that get laid. <laughs> As part of what, that is part of how I felt Here's the, when experiencing like, this story. It's like, no, no, y- you don't get to act like that and still get laid. I kind of felt
1: that way about the protagonist, too. Like, it really rubs me the wrong way when, like, people who are self-evidently very attractive, like, act like they are not attractive and i think it's th- well, you like
2: say act like but i mean uh, you can legitimately
1: feel unattractive. Really, yeah, well, that's here's the thing, really like charitable i think. No, you're right. It is. Um, but i'm talking through my thought process here. Okay. It feels like, you know, like people who say you're white and you deny that you have white privilege because you don't feel like you're white. Okay. Or maybe a better analogy would be like rich people who don't who say they don't feel rich.
0: I don't feel rich or white <laughs>
1: <Good> <laughs> or for, attractive. Good for you, Zach. So and and like it's it's clearly completely unfair this my opinion here because one of the like the primary uh privilege of being attractive is just falling ass backwards into a relationship which this the protagonist talks about never having happened. Right. Uh yeah, I, I <laughs> I have a, a Facebook acquaintance who will never listen to this. Um, I, I remember her talking about like, I, how she's never been single since she was 16 and she, she needs to try it just so she knows what it's like to like, to live on your own now that she's moved out from her parents. And then a week later, she was in another, rela- whoops, I'm in a relationship again. Right. And that, that happened like more than once. Um, anyway. No, no, it's it's like, this is just me being an asshole. I'm not, like, judging Sybil or Nina here. But that was my reaction to that character. Like, I did not like her. Hmm.
0: Did you get the sense that the VO in this game was based on chat, like, actual chat transcripts?
1: i did yeah that she
0: had so did i oh huh because they did not they did not read to me like things that people would actually say there was there was a real just sort of like taking turns saying kind of awkwardly phrased (laughs) things that read to me like it was a transcript of a text chat
2: was there voice chat built into final Final Fantasy? fantasy
0: online i doubt it And did did people use Ventrio or whatever? I mean, they might might. have, right? It wasn't that long. I mean, this apparently took place five years ago, which is not that long ago. Yeah. Again, I'm really glad that we live in a world where this can be a video game. Because it really did need to be a video game. Oh yeah, Yeah. to tell this story which is not that is important i think right because even though the video game aspect of it was not like there wasn't that much to it it was critical to the tone because of the just like we've got we've got this dungeon on farm we're just doing this as an excuse to socialize yep which is not a feeling that
2: You can just explain. There was, was, yeah,
0: and there was not, there was a period where that was a thing that happened to people, and I don't know that it does anymore. Like, I don't know. Like, the MMO, as pictured in this game, is, I think, kind of a dying medium at this point.
2: Destiny seems to be.
0: I Very don't think exciting. that people socialize in Destiny.
2: Uh, maybe
0: people talk about it, not the way that they did. Because I don't that like MMOs of that vintage had enforced downtime that was designed to perpetuate the social aspects of it. Well, way less in like World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy Online than in something like EverQuest or Dark Ages of Camelot. Well,
1: you don't need as much downtime nowadays because everything's voice chat now. I
0: mean, so like,
2: you know, my I have very few actual sort of firsthand experiences into like the modern MMO scene or whatever, but like friends of mine in Colorado, I saw them playing some Destiny, and it was very much like, Oh, yeah, like the person came in like 15 minutes late and like they was like, oh, yeah, here, follow me to these like quest, quest bits. And meanwhile, we'll talk about like what you've been up to for the
0: past week or whatever. The point that I was trying to make was that the thing that Sibel is about is not a thing that you can experience anew now. OK, it is it is of its time. And the fact that that time is only five years ago and yet the way that people interact online has kind of, or at least the way that most people interact online has undergone that kind of sea change. I felt was a, a thing that was nice about the work.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm I'm finding sort of anecdotal stories about people meeting each other in destiny online. Uh, I think I think that you're probably right in the sense that fewer games now bother building in robust communication platforms because there are so many alternatives. Now they assume that people will just find each other externally,
3: Skype or Reddit or whatever.
2: And so in that way, yes. Right. Like more robust social channels provide places for people to, to meet up about topics without that sort of thing having to have its own social channel. But I think when when games provide the social channels, people, and the, and the game is popular, people take advantage of that and form communities within those systems, you know? So, is the community around Serial that talks about Serial on Facebook, is that not still a community around a modern property? Like... Is is it that the is it that modern properties don't engender community, is is that sort of what you're saying? Or that the community doesn't get built from within? Right?
0: I feel like the community not getting built from within changes the character of the community. Huh. And probably in some ways, in in the case of something like a World of Warcraft or a Final Fantasy Online or whatever results in a somewhat weaker well weaker in some ways and stronger in some ways because you don't have to be playing to participate like you can still just go dick around on the facebook page or the subreddit or whatever even if you're not playing the game anymore Mm
2: -hmm. but like so is it just is it just a transition away from integrated ability to communicate no it's a
0: transition towards more integrated ability to communicate because more integrated across everything right but not within, mean, but not, but not integrated into the thing it's like it. it's less compartmentalized but that compartmentalization is what created the tight-knit communities that we think of when we think of internet communities and i think that that kind of thing just doesn't happen anymore it's it's just different it's more shared interests it was like sort of the dream of usenet shared interests creating like oh this is my This is just my college email account that I log into this thing with all the other people who like REM to talk about them as opposed to, like, we all like this comic or this video game, so we're signed up on their forums and we form a community in here. It's just different. And it was different in an unpredictable way. Like, Facebook just becoming the sort of de facto authentication for the entire internet is weird. Yeah. Right, because Facebook is not, like, on the periodic table. Like, it's a product that somebody made and made a lot of choices. And a lot of them are dubious, right? And it's, like, it is a thing that everybody just accepts. It's like the is, like having a phone number or whatever. Yeah, it's
1: it's really fundamental to how almost everybody I know lives their lives. Yeah,
0: but it's not, like... There's nothing self-evident about it. I, I think it's entirely possible that it, it won't be a thing that
2: people care about nearly as much in a decade, right? I like, really wonder. I,
0: I would not be surprised if it is even more powerful in 10 years.
4: Hmm.
0: And I, I don't know that I would have said that about MySpace, and I don't know that I'm saying that about Facebook in light of what happened with MySpace. Like
1: I feel like if MySpace gets less powerful, it's going to be because... Of the younger generation, not caring as much about it, not because the existing user base is going to go away. If
0: Facebook does,
1: you mean? What did you, I, I said, you said I meant yeah. Facebook. Yes, yeah. like I, I think, but the that's, Fa- that's part of it, right? Like the billion users it has, and it will have them forever, and it just might not get you know people who are now five years old, and they'll be using the the Minecraft branded Microsoft social network instead. Right.
2: See, I mean that's that's all Microsoft has to do is just indoctrinate them into its own little social network at age 10
1: right. and they'll never They can m- solve use the, else. the legal problem of getting people under 14 to use your website legally.
0: Yep. All right, mushroom 11.
1: Yeah. Let's do it.
0: All right, guys. Break. I've had a great time recording this episode of Video Games Hot Dog with you. And I hope we do it again real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until you do, keep your shoulder in the coffee maker and keep waving to the chair. Is the coffee
1: maker on? I hope not. Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) Later.